episode of How You Can Too with your host, your boy, Alvy Daniel Thompson Jr., a.k.a. Mr. You Can Too. What I wanted to do in this solo episode is to uncover what the You Can Too coaching philosophy is, how I do my work, why I do my work, and really help you understand the You Can Too difference. With the new year, I've had people reaching out to me and being very curious about what does my process look like or what does it look like to work with me. So I wanted to create this episode so that you have a better understanding of the work that I do, how do I do it, and ultimately how you can understand if we're a great fit for each other. And so you have a crystal clear understanding of what coaching actually looks like in reality. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your family, friends, and loved ones. And if you're curious about doing some work with me and going after your goals together, please go on my website, www.mrucan2.com, and you can see on there where you can book a consult so we can take a deeper dive into your goals and if I'm a good fit to help you get there. I honor you, I appreciate you, and as always, you can too. Enjoy the show. Dynamic blessings. I appreciate you tapping in with me today. What I want to do in this podcast episode is really unpack my philosophy around coaching and what you can do coaching really is. Because it's the new year, I have people reach out to me wondering and asking like, hey, how do I work with you? What does working with you actually look like? So what I wanted to do is actually break down my philosophy and my approach, and at the same time, talk about on a little bit wider scale, what is coaching and why is coaching so important and why it can be so effective in your life. For me, I've had experience to coaching since I was six years old. I played sports from the time I was six all the way until I was a 22-year-old getting ready to graduate from college. And what I noticed in those 16 years, looking back, is that coaching can have a tremendous impact on an individual. It can have an amazing impact on you. When you think about some of your favorite athletes and high performers, all of these men and women have coaches. If you think about LeBron James, LeBron James has not only his head basketball coach, but he has outside coaches that he hires to help him with his strength and conditioning, with his mindset, with his nutrition, with everything that is going to help him be the best basketball player that he can be, but also the best businessman that he can be, the best father that he can be, and the best entrepreneur that he can be. And when you look at coaches, and I always love to look at it from the sports perspective, Coaches essentially help put their players in the best position to perform. And that's the same way I look at my work. I do my best to work with my clients to put them in the best position to perform, to put them in the best position to reach their goals or to reach whatever their parallel to a championship would be. And the interesting thing is that coaches coach and players play, meaning it is completely up to the player, or in my instance, it's completely up to my client to actually put in the work. Because together, we can put together an amazing game plan 
But if the client isn't in a position to take action on what the plan is, then there's no way to actually get to the goal that that person actually wants. And when you think about it from a sports perspective, such a big part of coaching is making adjustments. You might go into a game with a specific game plan to defeat your opponent and get the win, but during the actual game, you notice that factors and things change. So what do you have to do as a coach and as a player? You get to adjust and come out and basically change what you are doing so that you can course correct and still get to the goal that you want, which in sports is typically to win. So think about that in your own life. You're going to be coming up with specific goals that you want to accomplish. And then with your coach, you're going to co-create that game plan. But then what happens once you have that game plan? You actually have to go out in the field or on the court or just in life and put that game plan to action. And what you're going to notice is based off of your experience of putting the game plan into action, you're going to see that you're either getting the results you want or you're not getting the results you want. And as a result, what do you do? You work with your coach to tweak the game plan, come up with a new hypothesis, come up with a new way of doing things so that you can ultimately get to the goal that you want. And it's interesting. I look at my experience being coached by different coaches in the athletic space and also with my coaches who are helping me on my personal development or in my business. And what I've realized is that the best coaches are the types that are really there to listen and have a great understanding of what it is that I'm trying to accomplish or what it is that the entire team is trying to accomplish and making sure that we're crystal clear on what that goal is so that we can create the proper plan and go about the proper steps to actually fulfill that promise or fulfill that goal that we're trying to achieve. So when I think about my own work and how I work with clients, I look at you can too, which is a, it's a mindset. It's a philosophy. You know, it's really understanding that whatever you see someone else out there achieving instead of hating on that person and being jealous, it's looking at that person in, in reverence and understanding like, damn, if he or she can do it, I can also do it. You can too. That's the whole mindset behind it. And when I look at my work, when I work one-on-one -on -one with individuals, it's understanding that you can too, if we look at it as a triangle, has three equally important sides to it. The first side being wellness, the second side being behavior, and the third part being performance and understanding how all three sides of this triangle work together and they're all interconnected. So when I look at wellness, I define wellness as the state of being in good health, especially as an actively pursued goal. Basically, wellness is doing your best to be healthy on purpose. And when I look at wellness, there's multiple aspects to it. But we have the physical, the mental, the emotional, the spiritual, and the social. All of those aspects are huge components of wellness that I think are so important 
in each and every one of our lives. And all of them require time, energy, and focus. The second side I look at is behavior. It's how do you respond to your environment? Understand, you're going to have specific goals that you want to accomplish, whether it's in work, it's in your personal life, or it's somewhere else. But you got to understand that your behaviors, your habits, your actions are going to dictate whether you do or don't reach that goal. So when I say behaviors and looking at it from this lens of how are you responding to your environment, that basically means how are you acting or not acting because of the things around you? And the things around you can be your physical environment, right? It can be the people. It can be the obstacles. It can be your mental environment, right? How are you behaving as a result of the thoughts that you're having or the emotions that you're experiencing? Ultimately, the way that you behave and that you respond to specific things going on within you and around you is going to dictate what type of success you have. I can look at this in my own life and I can see how I've had many goals where my behavior was not in alignment with the goal itself. For instance, when I was in college, I had this idea that I wanted to be an all-Patriot League football player. But then if I look at my behavior during practice, when I was feeling moody or upset or I felt like my coaches weren't doing what they're supposed to be doing or if I felt like they were two-faced or anything like that, instead of focusing on what I could control, I would get upset and literally self-sabotage the way I would practice. I wouldn't practice as hard. And because I wasn't practicing hard, I was now giving the coaches a reason not to play me. Because when you turned on the film and you saw young Alvy in there just half-assing it, why the hell would he play? And that's something I went through a lot in my first two years of college because I was so focused on things that were out of my control and getting upset by it that my behavior, which I can control, turned sour. And those behaviors and that lack of practicing hard and being a great teammate led me to not getting the type of playing time I felt like I deserved. And for you, when you think about your goals, if you have a goal around, say, losing 30 pounds, but your behaviors around nutrition, maybe you're eating a lot of processed food, maybe you're feeling emotional because of something that's going on in your life. So you do some emotional eating of fast food, junk food, whatever it may be. Well, now that behavior or those set of behaviors are never going to be in accordance with that goal of losing weight. So for me as a coach, I work so diligently with my clients to understand your behaviors AKA the way that you're responding to your environment is going to have a direct impact on your wellness. And then the third part of the triangle, your performance. And if your wellness behavior and performance are not where they need to be, how could you ever reach your goal? While you're not reaching your goal, what's going to happen? You're going to feel more deflated. And now your behaviors are going to just continue to reinforce your lack of being able to reach that goal of, say, losing 
30 pounds. And when I talk about the third part of the triangle, when I look at the you can too coaching philosophy, it's performance. And performance is your ability to function in ways that are important to you. So if you're telling yourself that you are looking to climb the corporate ladder and you know that there are certain ways that you need to perform in order to do that, your performance is going to be directly impacted by your physical health, by your mental health, by your emotional health, by your spiritual health your social interactions, your behaviors, all of that is going to dictate how well you show up and perform. So when I think even into my own life and going back to my time playing football, my performance would be dictated by how well I was taking care of my body. Was I eating well or was I eating shit? I was never the type to drink the night before practice or before a game, but I did have teammates who did that. And I know for a fact that impacted their ability to perform on the field. And ultimately, that would hurt the overall performance of the team. So what I want you to think about is, what is the type of performance that you're looking to put on display? Whether it's how you perform as an entrepreneur, as an executive, as a wife, as a husband, a mother, a father, a friend, as a weekend warrior, Whatever it may be, how are you looking to perform? How are you looking to function day in and day out in a way that's important to you? And when you understand how important it is to focus on your wellness, your behavior, and your performance, and you see how all of them work together, it puts you in a position to reach your goals and ultimately to live a fulfilling life. So when I think about my philosophy, the you can too philosophy, and how I go about my work, it's really about optimizing your wellness, right? Which is basically your ability to be healthy and you doing it on purpose and focusing on it in a holistic way where we're focusing on your physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, and social wellness because all of them impact the others. So it's so important that you're working on it. When we talk about behaviors, it's what are the actions that you're taking or not taking that is going to impact your wellness and your performance? What are the decisions that you're making? Are they optimal decisions that's getting you closer to your goals? Are they suboptimal decisions that are taking you away from your goal? Or are you not making any decisions because you feel stuck that you don't know enough information, you don't know where to start, or there's so much information you don't know how to sift through it, so you just stand by idly and don't do anything. And typically, the no decision can oftentimes be the worst decision because you're not moving. And understand, when we talk about performance, are you living up to your own expectation that you've set for yourself? Are you performing at a level that gives you peace of mind, that brings joy to your life, that allows you to share your gifts, to live up to your potential. When you're performing at a high level consistently, that's what gives you confidence. It's not like you need to wait to have confidence first and then you're going to go perform well. No, by consistently performing well, putting in the action, doing the things that are required to get the outcomes that you're looking for, that is what's going to build confidence in your life. And that's really how I look at my work and my overall philosophy. 
Now, if I was to go a little bit deeper and we move from the philosophy and the triangle, and now we go more into what I call the you can't do difference, which is really the, the how of my work. It's really the framework that I use to help my clients move forward in each and every aspect of their life that's important to them relating to their goals and ultimately their dream life. And the you can too difference you can think of in this way. I call it fresh air, right? Who can't use a little fresh air in their life? Who doesn't love fresh air? Breathing in new life, breathing in new opportunity, breathing in new ways of being in your life. And when I talk about fresh air, the air is actually an acronym. So when we talk about fresh, that means newly produced. And when I say that word air, that acronym actually stands for awareness, implementation, and regulation. Let me tell you what I mean by that. The first part of me working with anyone, it's really focusing on the A. It's focusing on the awareness. It's all about clarifying your goals, understanding what is currently working, in your attainment to those goals, what's not working? What are the things getting in the way of you achieving your goal? And also, why is this goal or these set of goals so important to you? Here's the truth of the matter. The way I look at people's goals and how they live their life and if they're congruent or not is all based off of, is your goal actually that important? Because if your goal is that important, you're going to put in the work and take the steps consistently to get to that goal. And if it's not truly that important, it's more of a quote unquote, it would be nice type of thing. It's so easy to just put it to the side because you'd rather be comfortable than go through the discomfort of overcoming the obstacles that are inevitably got to come up in life. So when I'm working with you, I'm focusing on getting you to be super duper clear on why that goal is your goal. And I'm talking about getting deep. So if you tell me you want to lose 30 pounds, we are going to work together to figure out why is losing 30 pounds that important to you? Why is it important right now? What in your life is going to change now that you've lost 30 pounds? Does that mean you're going to go after the type of life partner that you're looking for? Does it mean you're going to actually apply for the specific job that you haven't applied for yet? Does it mean that you're going to use your voice to speak out more and share your gifts? What's going to be different when you lose these 30 pounds? Are you going to be able to wear that swimsuit that you've been dreaming of wearing? But right now you feel too embarrassed to wear it because you don't have a great self-image and you don't like the way that you look. I'm going to ask you these deep questions and we're going to get to the bottom of it. Because once you're able to clearly articulate why that goal is important, well, now you have your North Star. Now you have that thing that you get to follow each and every single day, especially when you don't feel like taking the action especially when you don't feel like doing the work, especially when the next step that you need to take is an uncomfortable step. Because guess what? Your goal is that important. Your North Star shines that bright. You are going 
to follow it and you are going to put in the necessary steps as opposed to just letting life pass you by and just putting that thing back into the corner only to wait until next January to potentially think about picking it back up while you're motivated. We got to get deep on it. And that's what the awareness is. And another way that awareness shows up is that once we create a game plan and it's your time to go out on the field and go play and perform, you're going to notice that there's certain things that you do that work and there's certain things that don't. And what's beautiful about that level of awareness is that it allows you to go out in the field and see what's effective and what's not. Because at the end of the day, when we put a plan together, that plan is almost like a hypothesis in the scientific method. It's the idea that we think is going to work based off of the information that you've given. But once you actually go out in the field, and you start testing it, you start experimenting. Well, now you're going to see which variables are working and not working. And what awareness allows us to do together is to keep doing the things that are working and then to swap out the things that are not working. But if we don't have that level of awareness, how would we ever know what's actually moving you forward and what's actually holding you back? So awareness is at the root of any type of work that we do together. And it truly is a game changer. I'm all about awareness, all about it. The second step in the process in the Fresh Air program is the I. And the I is for implementation. And when I talk about implementation, this is the actual, actually creating the plan. This is living the plan. So like I said, once you build out your hypothesis and it's time to go to work and to put in work, well, let's see what actually happens after that work is put in. When we have these intermediate goals to your big goal, say your big goal is that 30 pounds, well, how's it working once we implement the plan and we're on the road for the first five pounds? What's happening? Are you doing the things you need to do? Are you getting the meals in that you're supposed to be getting in? Are you getting in the activity that we agreed to? Are you making the time for sleep like we said that you're making the time for sleep? Are you making time to be mindful, to build awareness? Whatever your goal is, once the awareness was built, are you taking the steps to implement? Because again, the implementation is where the magic happens. That's where the actual work gets to be done. And once we create the plan, it's all about you living the plan and then seeing what happens during that time frame that you can continue to build off of and what are the things that we need to scale back. So you can see how the awareness and the implementation work together. And then the third part, we talk about regulation. When I say regulation, it means to bring order, method, or uniformity to what you're doing. So when we talk about regulation, this is really about creating new habits. If in the implementation process, we're talking about your training program, your stress management program, your eating program. Well, now, how are you making the things in that program a habit? And that's all through this part of regulation. And once certain things become a habit, you don't have to put as much attention and focus into it because now it's more regulated. It's more regular. So what do you get to do now? You get to go to that next step. You get to put in that next piece of work. You get to focus on that next area that's going to allow you to continue to build upon what you're doing. And again, once certain parts get regulated, we go right back to the awareness step and see what gets to be added on. 
how do we build upon this? And before you know it, when you're going through this fresh air process of continually having awareness, implementing, and then regulating, you're going to see that you more efficiently and effectively start to get to your goals. So this fresh air process, this fresh air program is something that I found has worked so well in my life and the life of my clients. And it really does set the framework for you to build and hone in on consistency. Because in order to really optimize your health so that you can maximize your life, it takes consistency. And this fresh air process brings the consistency to you. So we've talked about the you can't do triangle in terms of wellness, behavior, and performance. And now we then we talked about the you can't do difference of fresh air, which is freshly produced awareness, implementation, and regulation. And what I want to talk about now and really wrap up with is really understanding what does a coach actually do? And I'll look at it from my perspective of how I work with clients. What does it really look like to have a coach and what are the benefits of it? So number one, I feel like the first thing that I do and that great coaches do is that they really help you as the client identify what your limiting beliefs are. What are the types of thoughts that you have that stop you from achieving the goals that you truly desire? What are the ways that you self-sabotage? How do you get into your own way? And then it's also understanding and helping you clarify what your actual challenges and obstacles are. A great coach is going to help you lay all of those things out on the table. And from there, you're actually able to, with awareness, create a plan that is going to allow you to have success. So that second amazing part of coaching is that a great coach is going to help you develop a plan, a game plan for success based off of the information that we uncover together, based off of your goals and the things that are getting in the way. This is where the knowledge of the coach comes in to help create a plan that is going to allow you to have success through sustainability. It's not going to be a cookie cutter, hey, take this program, it's going to work for you in the exact same way it's worked for everyone else. Not necessarily. It's going to be a customized plan that is going to be based off of your unique goals, your unique challenges, the obstacles you've already faced, potential obstacles that might come up, your budget, your resources, what you have access to. A great coach is going to build you a plan that's based off of all of those things. So that's what's really important about having a coach. I think a third aspect of coaching that's so important and what a great coach can help you do is see past your own blinders. Understand as an individual, you are going to see your life through your lens. You're going to perceive life based off of how you've experienced your life. So often what can happen is that you'll take past experiences that might actually have nothing to do with this current moment, yet you let it stop you from taking action in the current moment. And what a great coach is going to do is actually bring that to the light. And a coach can actually have you take a step back and start to realize like, hey, is this thing that I'm telling myself the truth? Or is this my interpretation of the truth? 
because they're very different things. And a great coach is going to help guide you, teach you techniques and strategies to overcome your own mind, to overcome your perhaps in many cases limited perspective and help you have a deeper perspective, maybe a bird's eye view of what's going on. And when you're able to see something from a different perspective, that actually allows you the opportunity to create hope, to create hope that there's a different way of doing things, to understand like, hey, maybe I have been stopping myself, but now that I realize it and I have my coach who has my back and they're helping me see this, now I'm in a position to try something different and really tap into that open-mindedness. And what I think is beautiful about coaching is a great coach is going to allow you to, one, have accountability. If you struggle to hold yourself accountable, a great coach is not only going to hold you accountable to what you say you're going to do, but a great coach is going to teach you to hold yourself accountable over time. Because at the end of the day, accountability is a huge piece of the formula in having sustained success. And again, success is going to be defined by you. But in order for you to have your success, it is going to take a level of accountability. And at the same time, making sure you're not beating yourself up so bad when you don't do something as you say you're supposed to. And just throw yourself in a negative feedback loop where action just completely stops. A great coach is going to help you learn from the times where you don't do what you say you're going to do. And this might be because of something that happened physically. It might be something that's happening mentally. And if the mindset is off, the coach is going to help you realign. A great coach is going to check in with you and see, hey, is this goal really the goal? Because if three weeks go by and you keep struggling on the same detail and not improving about it and you have the awareness around it, well, now it might be time to check in. Hey, is this goal actually that important to you? Because three weeks have gone by and you haven't did the thing that you said you were going to do. So again, just bringing a great perspective to what's going on is so important. And again, in that type of example, if say something's holding you back, a great coach is going to help identify what's holding you back and then help you explore changes that you can make to have success going forward. Because oftentimes, the types of thinking and behaviors that get you into a problem is typically not going to get you out of it. So a coach is going to help you broaden your thinking around it. So what I would say is, if you're a person that has goals that you are serious about improving about, you are serious about achieving these goals, and you've had trouble doing it by yourself, Hiring a coach can be a great opportunity to do it. And when you're thinking about hiring a coach, you want to find a coach that is a great fit for you. Because I will tell you this, there are literally thousands of great coaches out there. But not every great coach is going to be a fit for you. And I know for a fact, I'm not a great fit for everybody. And that's fine. So understand that you get to take time to figure out who's a good coach for you. 
and a couple of tips that you can use to figure out who's a great coach for you is one, have some calls, do some research, have a consulting conversation and see, do you vibe with this person? And when I say, do you vibe with this person? Is this somebody who you feel like can help you reach your potential? Is this someone who listens to you well? Is this someone who doesn't let you simply get away with the BS that's gotten you into the situation that maybe you find yourself in? Is this someone who's going to be willing to hold you accountable, yet do it in a way that's going to allow you to have sustained action? You want to see what is this coach's background like? If you're looking for a coach that's going to help you with, say, your mindset, you want to make sure that this person has great experience working in the fields of whether it's mental health, whether it is emotional intelligence, EQ, they have experience working with people on that and they have done it themselves as well. That's going to be extremely important. If you're looking for someone who has a well-versed background in wellness, you want to ask them questions about their philosophy on nutrition, on exercise, on sleep, on stress management. Do they have a well-rounded practice and experience helping their clients with those different aspects of their health? And if they do, and it seems like a good fit for you, well, then you know that that level of trust is there within yourself. Understand the only way that you can find a great coach is by being open to the possibility of coaching. It does take a lot of open-mindedness to work with a coach because in order for coaching to be effective, it takes you being able to open up and to talk about what you're struggling with to talk about the deepest levels of why your goal is important and making sure that you're able to bring yourself fully to coaching because coaching only works if you put in the work. No one's going to create miracles for you. The miracle happens by you showing up and doing the work each and every single day. I hope that this helps. I hope this gives you a little bit more of an understanding of what You Can Too coaching is, what the You Can Too triangle looks like, what the You Can Too difference is, and ultimately how I can help you in your journey of reaching your goals, being your best self. If you're looking to improve your health physically, mentally, emotionally, or spiritually, or socially, if you're looking to accomplish a big project that you've been procrastinating on, if you're looking to build a healthy lifestyle that's going to give you peace of mind and confidence about the way that you look, feel, and perform, I would love to be of service. And if you are interested in learning more, you can book your consult at MrYouCan2.com. That's M-R-Y-O-U-C-A-N, the number two, dot com. And I appreciate you spending time with me here. I have been blessed to work with amazing people and to be their coach. And I've been absolutely blessed to have amazing coaching and coaches in my life. And this is my work. This is my passion to help people become the best versions of themselves and doing it in a sustainable way. Optimize your health, maximize your life with your boy, Mr. You Can Too. 
I honor you. I appreciate you. And as always, dynamic blessings. You can too.